On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, we talk NFL. We do impressive wins, disappointing losses. We've got some NCAA talk, women's college basketball, NBA, and so much more. Are you ready? Let's go! Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing? That's oozing out your doggone hands. That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Or to be a part of the show, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Carolina Sports Talk. Man, oh man, oh man, it's been a long time. We shouldn't have left you. Without some dope sports to step to It's Once again it's on You know what it is It's your man Big Cliff As always Welcome in my main man And yours DJ Highstar In the biz not yielding I could always tell Whenever you don't have Anything else to say To intro the show But <laughs> Go back to Old Faithful uh, Yeah I, I didn't even want to start that way But that's how you Listen I just wanted to say <laughs> You laughing man Relax Reel it in Go ahead I Mm-hmm. Survived Jiho. Fresh off. <clears throat> feeling good, feeling refreshed. I was a little under the weather toward the end of last week. Okay, okay. Glad to see you back. Bounce back, yeah. I hope that I didn't give anything to anyone out there. That's that's very reckless and Hey yo. You know, as far as being real. Yeah, no. I mean, yeah, nobody but- was close in my face. But uh, it was an awesome time out there. First time. And I see why they call it uh, Jiho or the greatest homecoming on earth. Now, I know we're going to get to all that stuff later. But I just wanted mm-hmm. to say that is just fresh off the memory. And also wanted to say shout out to the security guards. Um I don't know. Yeah, I don't know if I'm blowing up my spot or making it hot, but drove past, right? They had everything blocked off at the school and I was like, um, excuse me, ma'am, yeah, I'm 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 with I'm with Omega Sci Fi fraternity and um <laughs> I gotta get this food to the tailgate. I, I, I just gotta get it over there. It's in the back right now. It's getting and yeah, yeah, all right, baby. Uh, yeah, so I got a exclusive VIP the, you know parking. Yeah, yeah. On campus. I don't know if that's shout gonna last to her, next year. Right. I was gonna say, I don't know if it's gonna last till next year. I don't know if I'm gonna get that. You letting the bros on to y'all cause they got food. He's recording the pot. Yeah, so I don't know. That's I funny. Know. That's funny. Well shout It'll out be to a them. gift and a curse if it does reach mm, <laughs> reach all exactly. the way out, right so uh, yeah, yeah nah, it'd be know. worth it at that point but yeah that that was my experience a lot of bros out there i got stories to tell you off uh off mic but yeah a lot of bros out there of course y'all know me and i'm comfortable so you know i had a great time resident you know i'm saying very uh ate good straight off the came, grill yes i didn't come away with nail yeah i'm not being disrespectful like that but they did have <laughs> kind of like what, what would i call it bruh merchandise if you would like it was a cup collector's cup okay collector's mm. cup came away with so nice nice weekend man nice weekend for you boy i, I, I wanted to Bruh, I saw you earlier. I just wanted to ask you, mm-hmm. how is your first week officially? Cue up the uh, round of applause. But how is your first week as director of admissions for the Clinton College? Yes, the same Clinton College that. Um, I, mean, I won't get into all of that. But how was your first week? <laughs> Dog, it's crazy enough. It's almost my first month, man. This is my third week, bro. Pardon self. Uh, but nonetheless, no, I say that as a reflection of just how quickly it's gone by, man. It feels like yesterday that I started. But uh, we're we rolling, man. Things, things kind of doing what they need to do out there, man. Okay. We're excited. A lot right. of growth happening at the institution. You know what I mean? So, All right, pause. All right, right, right. Hey. But no, absolutely. I understand exactly Yo. what you said. And then the mature <laughs> side of me wanted to remain. Just go ahead and be yeah, that kid. but, you know. I mean, you don't want to grow up. Of course, I was kid. So, yeah, nah, that's fly, though. That's fly. And, uh, 
Shout out to Clinton College out there in Rock Hill. I'm gonna really shout y'all out every chance I get now because they, you know my brother's stuff is my stuff, if you will. Like except for okay, the couple <laughs> things are off limits, but I'm just gonna say, you know, when it comes to like you know I wins, treat, yeah, I treat nah, definitely wins, wins and my yeah. brother's like businesses and stuff like that, like my own. So I I will. Be bigging up Clinton College, looking for my merchandise soon. I know that Patriot Patty's looking for her merchandise. Say that. Say that. T, his the whole clan, sock. the Clinton exactly, clan, bro. Is at like this if, point if, established. If, if the audience didn't know, you know, my mentor, he's actually a <laughs> descendant of the what? Who the founding who the school's? Bishop, yeah, yeah, who the school's named after? The founding bishop. Um, yo, can you round of applause that real quick for Miss Master T? Uh, you know. So at some point, you, the Carolina Sports Talk will bring in the sports. <laughs> <laughs> I just had to tell you how my weekend was, but oh, that yeah. And I had to find out how everything's going at Clinton. Yeah, nah, everything going good, man. We had a good game this weekend. Um, they, their basketball team, yeah. Week. I just you know how Jay Z is over the Super Bowl or whatever like that. I feel like I have the right to be over y'all homecoming <laughs> and direct it every year. <laughs> Straight off the Yo, association. This is a music choice. I need y'all to do. We you know, a little he's a local from Orangeburg, but I need y'all to let him rock. <laughs> All right, we could get to sports, but yeah, no, nah, yeah. Shout out to you, bro. Shout I went to, to a sports you. podcast and some reviews right. actually broke out. All right. There was football in the NFL this week. Week 9 kicked off with the Tennessee Titans falling to the Steelers 20-16. Chiefs take care of the Dolphins over in, if I'm not mistaken, Germany. down a little bit more. (laughs) Chiefs take care of the Dolphins over in Germany with a score 21-14. Vikings over the Falcons 31-28 with the coach potentially on the hot seat. The Bears fall to the Saints 24-17. Rams fall to the Packers 20-3. Commanders over the Patriots 20-7. Ravens take down the Seahawks 37-3. Texans over the Buccaneers 39-37. The Browns blank the Cardinals 27-0. Panthers fall to the Colts 27-13. The Raiders big over the Giants 30-6. Cowboys fall in a close one to the Eagles 28-3. Bengals over the Bears. Bengals over the Bills 24-18. The Chargers in Monday Night Football also easily handled the Jets in a score 27-6. Just point of reference real quick. The Eagles game, it sounded like you it sounded like audibly. I know what you were saying, but it sounded like 28-3. So we'll just just for journalistic integrity, 28-23 with that game. But that's why I said close one. I know, but it but still, to three is not close. I know, but audibly, but go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Big Cliff. My fault, my fault. And the Eagles over the Cowboys <laughs> in a close one, 28 to 23. I'm still feeling myself from last two weeks. <laughs> All right, uh, you're not producing. Go ahead, go ahead. Simmer down. Nah. Go ahead. What would you. Nah. Impressive win of the week. Oh, you want to just get right to it? Hey, yay, pause. All right, all right. We're going to go to impressive win. Of the week, I want to go. All right, I'll just the Vikings, the <laughs> Vikings, Falcons, the Vikings, Falcons, thirty-one to twenty-eight. Um, the Vikings over the Falcons for a couple of reasons. The Falcon, definitely the the foundational reason is the Falcons is in the NFC South. Mm-hmm. This the 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 other reason really is what Josh, what Dobbs was able to do. So. Um, you know, that that essentially is. I have some honorable mentions, but that's my that's my impressive win of the week. My impressive win of the week belongs to the four and four Houston Texans in a thirty nine to thirty seven. Okay, uh, victory. CJ Stroud, yeah, four hundred and seventy yards, yeah. five tutties. Yeah, very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> in the, you know, Panthers, <laughs> man. Listen, what could have been. Who's is that scissors that we could have been? I mean, at this point, is like, would you have taken Anthony or CJ regardless even of with, how I was looking? Even with the injury to Anthony because Anthony Richardson. You called the Anthony Richardson one, but as far as Bryce Young and CJ Stroud, me being naive and not looking at it like, you know, as a true competition or whatever like that, I just was like, all right, either choice is safe. I went I went more with that mentality. Now, and I will say this. Even with C.J. Stroud doing what he's doing now, 
that's through athleticism. And I, I've said it a million times. I'll say it six million more. Once the league has figured out what it is that makes you you, mm-hmm. you have to have the ability to do something different and or more. Patrick Mahomes is inconsistent in his consistency or is consistent in his inconsistency. He has an ability to think outside the box, to, to, to manipulate his throwing angles, to kick out and do a lot of things after that initial coverage is broken down. And that's what allows him to be able to be pretty much one of the best in the league. With C.J. Stroud right now, he's showing a level of athleticism, intelligence, that once they figure out what it is he's doing well, will he have an ability then, based on what those tests and all everything else, will that prohibit him from being able to be a, a grower into a different type of quarterback and continue to mature? That's when I'll ultimately judge who he will be as a quarterback. I know a lot of people have said, oh, you got to give him time, or look what he's doing, it's amazing, and he's breaking all these records. That's cool for rookies. But... Again, we talked about it. What are you going to be able to do once they figure out what it is that you do well? So, what what is the difference between what he did this week and what happened last week? What do you mean? Who? No, he was he had a good game last week as well. Okay, but what I'm saying is not even maybe this season. In the off season, when teams come and have an opportunity, think about Jalen Hurts. And when he first came in and what he de- was doing then and how he's continued to grow, that was what a lot of folks were saying. Well, we don't know. He's just a running quarterback, but he's grown. He's matured. His arm has gotten better. His decision-making has gotten better. Even the tush push, as much as as corny as it is, can't nobody figure it out. And other oh teams can't even gosh, replicate yo. it. Who, 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 right. What? Who? No, nah, I'm saying, where did you get that from? Was it like the tush push? Yeah, the, 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 that term. That's that's what it's called. I know, but where was the first place that you heard it at, you think? Probably ESPN. Okay, burn that channel. <laughs> but no, um, The whole channel. What channel? 26. Yeah. Burn it. I mean, he, like, again, though, there was still a step of progression from last week with what our defense was able to do and what they were able to contain him to. He didn't have no turnovers, but what we were able to contain him to – to what he did this week, like yeah, but he's playing Tampa. Gotcha. Our defense is All better. Right, say less. Say less. Say less. Say less. That that. Well, there's there's the answer. There lies the answer. Yeah, because like, listen, if we, if I can take a look at their schedule, that'll give us a better perspective for next week as to what we can possibly anticipate. Because um, as I'm looking at it, the Bengals next week play the uh, the Bengals. The Texans actually, in fact, do play the Bengals, and so. That will be a more reflective test of where he is as their defense, I, I would probably say, is more aligned with ours, if not better, based on being a Super Bowl contender like they I are. I agree. And that, but that's what I was asking. But that was that's one of my honorable mentions. So okay. speaking of honorable mentions, do you have any? No, I don't do that. Okay. No, nah, I respect that. And stop I, with I the shots. The stop you. with the shots. No, I don't. No, it's fine. It's fine. Stop with the shots. Talking about impressive wins. So who was your disappointing loss of the week? No, 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 no. You had honorable some, mentions. Several. <laughs> then that defeats the purpose of it being honorable. It doesn't. How honorable is it? You a participation trophy that's, type dude. That's what they are, though. These selections are the participation because I see y'all. I see y'all. Oh, <laughs> uh, right? go ahead. Who is your 16 participation games of the week? All right. So your game, of course, the Texans and the Bucks, of course, the NFC South situation. Facts. Deshaun Watson returning game and is, dominating cards. Car- but they dominated and he still performed. But it's the cards. That's like somebody getting off on us and thinking, oh, pause. Like, we shut their defense down, their offense down. Well, we're trash, so that's not a hard feat to do. All right, and last honorable mention for an impressive <laughs> win would have been the Raiders then. The Raiders over the Giants. Which isn't actually an impressive that was an honorable That's an honorable mention. mention. See how that list could have been cut to just that one? <laughs> yeah. All right, so disappointing losses. Oh, me. Or loss, yeah. I want to say I got mine already. You got yourself. Who's oh, of yours? Course. No, go ahead, please. Now I'm gonna say the Jets to the Chargers. Oh, <laughs> I should have went then. Uh, was that yours or was it I'm honorable mention? That profanity. Yeah, no, 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 no. I should have went. I should have went. But no, go ahead. I, I still got a. I still got a, a backup. That defense to me was um, very disappointing, and I've talked about how much I, I liked some of the players that they've had, but. Um, I, I'm sick of this fella getting the cr- credit for being a quarterback that he's not. Um, mm, 
Okay. Because even in this game, That's 136 gone. yards, no touchdowns, no interceptions. His team got a 27-6 to victory, and I don't like that. Austin, did you, go ahead. I was going to say, did you see how it happened? or, or kind of, Like, the way it was transpiring, because uh, shout-out to Patriot Patty, here at Patriot Patty Studios and all of that. We were all watching the game, and she had Justin Herbert starting. And needed about, I want to say like 20, 25 points, right? (laughs) So the first seven that they scored was like a punt return or something like that, special teams. The second seven they scored was a running back or something like that. (laughs) Everybody but this So they were up like 14, 14 nothing or something. And um, we just was like, yo, your man ain't doing nothing right now, you know? <laughs> but guess what? He gets a credit, and it's a victory on his side. Like, I mean, when they lose, they're going to, you know, they go to the quarterback as well. But they, when they lose, it's typically because of him. Throwing the perfect interception at the perfect time. Like, this dude, anyhow, I'm going to stop hating on. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Gamble and his, his uh, Chargers. Oh, yeah, shout out to him. They are now 4-4 four and four as the New York Jets are. Shout so. out, bro. Skate. What's up? Since I... Uh, Committed grand larceny and stole yours. Uh, what is your backup disappointing loss? Of and the honestly, yeah. And had <laughs> I thought a little bit more, that probably this one probably would just uh, usurp, if you will, mm. um, the uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the um, that game, but um, the Jets game. So this one is going to be the Sunday. Afternoon game of the week <laughs> But it was the Eagles And the uh, Dallas Cowboys So Dallas uh, You got to take mm-hmm. this Disappointing loss Of the week The reason I said Yo Fix your face bro They don't see my face That's Relax, for you bro. <laughs> Oh why I'm choosing them Yeah I'm about well, to go into I'm, bro, I'm, 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 I'm anticipating Go ahead oh, But your I need face to Is explaining a lot of Non-verbals right now Man that the audience <laughs> Can't see all right, all right, I'll continue. Okay, so the reason I say that, though, Dak, uh, 29, of 44, uh, 29 out of 44 attempts with 374 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, and then C.D. Lamb, of course, with a buck 91, 11 catches or whatnot. So um, the performances were there from their top players, and they still found a way to lose to a contending team, not only it, not only a contending team, but a division foe. So uh, those are my reasons that, and outside of the reason that you, you know, took my disappointing loss. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now, so had you used this as a backup, as a backup, and that just been the case, then there wouldn't have been no issues. But you tried to preface it by, had I given it some thought, this might have been mine over the previous game. When in reality, it was not a disappointing loss because Dallas wasn't expected to beat the Eagles. The Eagles are a better team, and none of those top players performing that you mentioned play on the defensive side of the ball. When you, Micah Parsons only has five tackles, and well, he did have a sack and a half, but thank you. And how relax, many, and how many Cliff, interceptions did they have? Relax, Clifford A. Smith, but <laughs> that's, that's really his last name. name. <laughs> <laughs> Lo siento, Lo siento. I shouldn't have gave that information. But go ahead, it's yeah, all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. They could Google anyway, you. So <laughs> yeah, nah, you're the director of admissions. Come on, man. Simmer down, simmer down. Big Cliff, not the little one. Soon to be doctor. I'll speak that out now. Nah, hot I'm take. Good on that. Hot take. Oh, you know what? That is a hot take because uh, that is. It's hot. Cliff, Big Cliff, director of hot admissions take. at Clinton College, will soon be Dr. Cliff uh, following the legacy nah, of no doctors. <laughs> I, like I like that. But yeah, no, back to this Dallas Eagles game. The one that was not was, a disappointing saying, loss. Okay, okay, I got you. So you're just calling me out on that. But yeah, no, that that was my disappointing loss of the week. Um, also got my my little bro sock in the building. Of course, Patriot Patty the sis. Sorry, y'all, but uh honorable mention, you know, the Pats uh against the commanders situation. So that's just the honorable I'm, mention. It's just an honorable mention. Yeah, nah, nah. And it's, a, it's worth a mention because the commanders... It's honorable. Yeah, listen, the commanders, they... Mm. What? 
Oh, they shouldn't have lost to them, you saying? Yeah, nah, because they're, they're inconsistent. Listen, Sam Howell. You're going to perk up now, pause. <laughs> you gonna be like, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> like a house pay. He's going, wait, what y'all talking about? Uh-huh. Patriots? <laughs> but no, um, yeah, Sam Howell's not that guy at all. Um, I agree. Brian That's Robinson getting off a little bit helped them in big in that game, but. The, I'm a, listen. It's got to be some changes in New England, man. That's all to it. Yeah, I mean, I definitely agree. But it seemed like I know it's holiday season now, but Christmas has definitely come early because we've got great football, whether it's Friday night lights, high school, Saturday, big college football going on, or Sunday. But uh, let's go to let's talk a little bit about Saturday football and what's going Just on. Just before there. we do, okay, I do want to give a what? shout out. <laughs> what's going on right now? This is wait. This is unscripted. Now, real life, I want to give a shout out to the South Point Stallions of South Point High School in Rock Hill, South Carolina, winning their first round matchup in the South Carolina High School League football playoffs in a big routing of the East Side Yellow Jackets, man. So, shout out to the South Point Stallions one more time. Yeah, absolutely. I know we were going to tease this a little bit later, uh-huh. and for the extra content. We kind of have recruited some 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 talent onto the network, but uh, <laughs> uh, my boy is also a Friday night light fiend, if you will. Like he he's outside in the Charlotte streets, so he could tell us a lot about um, Charlotte football that's going on on as far as on the high school level. But nevertheless, that's. So, you know what I mean? Another so we might have like you said, you sound like we I'm might need to have a, a little preview. Like he's outside. The- this is what I'm saying. So it sounds like we might need to have a high school playoff pre- preview for the second round of the playoffs. I know in South Carolina, where they at in the in North, North Carolina? Carolina right now, they already in the playoffs. Yeah, second round. Okay, yeah. so they said so we look in second round of playoffs you across the Carolina right here. I'm we telling might you, go ahead and tap in. You know what? That was a Book teaser it. right there. So as you as you are, go ahead and intro so we can kind of let the folks know. As he'll probably be around in a little bit of this college oh, yeah, yeah, conversation. Yeah, but this is, you know, the son of Mixed Master T. I always refer to my, my mentor with the DJing situation. But, um, you know, we get we call him Brother Sock. You know, we just keep it at that. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Brother Sock. Short for Short for Sakim. You know what I mean? We're going to keep it at that, though. We're going to keep it at that. This guy here. Yeah. So, welcome on the show for well, it's the first time, right? Yeah. First time on the show, man. Definitely the first time. You know, seeing Carolina Sports Talk. High star, big cliff, you know. Yes, sir. It's a pleasure to be here, man. Dog, it's good to have you on. So, yeah. with that, let's just go ahead and jump in, man. College football, a lot of stories going around. Um, we talked off air a little bit about uh, the, the Caleb Williams situation mm, with yeah. USC. Let me hold that real quick. They had. There I have got been questions a collective. I think I saw a graphic this week that said there have been six collective losses. From the USC Trojans since Caleb Williams has gone there, and in those six losses collectively, the team has lost by an. They have scored thirty-four points in those losses. Offensively, offensively, in the six losses that, that he's had since he's been there. Total of thirty-four points, though. So no, 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 not total. They're, they average. So they've averaged. So you say they average thirty-four points. It's a and magnifying still lose. glass on the defense again. The defense again. Exactly. What we what we continue to echo and stuff like that. People are saying, "Oh, he's making these mistakes and da 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 da." But my boy is averaging thirty-four points in his losses. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, I, I'm because I'm a I'm okay because I wanted to ask both of y'all. Now, now it really feels like the shed. But now nah, <laughs> I wanted to ask both of y'all. Um, with the reaction, well, first and foremost, I want to say a couple of weeks ago, I mentioned that he may be, and we joked about it on the show, but that he was reverse tanking because he knew where his stock was and where he may go. Yeah. In that, like, all right, well, I'm gonna play the players. Like, I, yeah. I, you know what I mean? You can't. So we, and I said that in jest, and now we looking at it, it, it's almost like he's doing that involuntarily. Involuntarily, like the competitor in him, and of course, we've got three degrees of separation with him, so you can always kind of get a line on any of that stuff. But what I truly, what I ultimately want to ask is the crying stuff at the end is it warranted, or is it like some new age stuff that that's can't like is it gonna is it gonna uh take it is he gonna take a hit with his with his draft stock and stuff like that because of something like that. No, I mean, I think they're just so passionate for the game. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he kind of know, like, he knew what he, he knew what they was expecting coming into the season. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So mm-hmm. what was that? Were they second and third loss this year? 
mm-hmm. something like that. So it was kind of like, and he know like. You about was, to say what I'm about to say. Almost, it was almost like playoffs or bust. Okay. 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 And. And then also he lost to somebody he was going against in the Heisman race. Okay, that's where I was going with it. But yeah. okay, Big Cliff, you real quick, yeah, because I'm, I'm gonna just hold back what I'm gonna say. So, so I guess I'll say it like this: This is when I look at it, I see that similar with my dog say that that's passion. That's that's not love for the game. When you hate to lose, it is it drives all of the decisions, the work, the passion, the love, the care, the desire. And sometimes it does get to that point where you hate it so much that 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 you just can't hold that emotion. So I don't hold it against him. I do think that there may be some ultimate in the minds of many of the writers repercussions in the Heisman race. But I don't know that it will ultimately hurt him hey, and not being the number one overall pick uh, in the NFL right. draft. What oh, do you say about it, bro? All right. I like how you brought that back home. But yeah. I essentially think that in that moment, he felt like he lost the Heisman race. And um, I think that he felt like this was a game that he needed, um, that this was going to definitely kind of keep him in the runnings because of how these other guys are performing. And I feel like he felt like with this loss being a multiple loss of, of this year, that this not only put him out of bowl contention or, or put him in jeopardy of like big bowl po- big bowl game contention, but also took him out of the Heisman race or whatnot. Now, I will say this, though. The crying to your mother, to your mother. Your mother. Yeah, if we're going to really get like that, DJ Highstar, the crying to your mother is is cool. It's fine. I accept that you're a young man. That's fine. But in a press conference, when you say, all I want to do is go and cuddle with my dog, when we're talking leadership, okay, I tried to be easy real quick on the crying part. Cool. I'll let y'all get that off. But the, yo, you saying this to the media now as, yeah, I got endorsements with, with Ford or Wendy's or whoever. All that in Iowa. Yo, I just want to go home somewhere and just cuddle with my my pooch, my canine. The man was hurt, man. He was being my emotional the support. The man was being tra- and, right, transparent, maybe, maybe, man. Yeah, exactly. Maybe I'm being old, grouchy, and a little callous in my feelings. Just, I think he's just staying human. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I yeah, man. It's just you know, it's different. It's a different. Everybody game go now. through. Exactly. It's a different game now. You know, a lot of you know what I'm saying it's a different game now. It ain't like back in the day where you know what I'm saying toughing it up. These people get to show. These kids gonna show their emotions, man. Like I said, 21 years old, fresh out. You know. Yeah, it's a lot to go. It's a lot. It's a lot, man. Like I said, and, and I think that's evidence even by if you think about uh, the the Dion sons over in Colorado. Yeah. They've been on TV, social media their whole lives, yeah. and so we've seen how differently they've grown up, yeah. and we even see how that affects what's happening somewhat on on the court. Um, on mentioned the on, the, on the field, rather. Yeah. Hey, it's basketball season already. What <laughs> plays, you want me to do? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but like it, it affects what you see there on the field, even with losses like they experienced this week. It's it's it it's evident in who they are and kind of like you said, just being a little bit different. And so where you can have that passion, and that's just how Caleb chose to kind of express it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I at this point, of course, the beginning of the season, two way phenom Travis Hunter, um, you got Shador and Shiloh playing out. I've seen a couple memes and stuff like that about Shiloh because. As much stuff as we give Bo Nix, we got to kind of also, he's Own a graduate serving. student player. But about 63, you know what I'm he's saying? A continuing, <laughs> he's a continuing education. Like he has his own right. <laughs> you know, so uh, Degree we got yeah, to call that out with, with, with uh, Shallow Day. And I think a lot of the casual fans as well, shout out, as, as a side note, Clemson, you know, beat Notre Dame. Right. How do you side note? <laughs> but no, an in-state team. Because I wanted to say this real quick: the casual lady fans are just starting to realize how late, on average, that the Colorado games are coming on. <laughs> shout out to Amy. Shout out to you. <laughs> thank you, thank you. I put a name on it, but that's my boo. But nah, um, yeah, they they're realizing like yo. 
<laughs> here you go. Not to raise eyebrows, but they're they're realizing like how late the games come on on the West Coast. Uh huh. It's like yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you got to stay up yeah, if you nah, really. Yeah. And then imagine if you're a fan in the nine thirty London game come on mm-hmm. on Sunday. <laughs> that is the most. If the Panthers play there, I'll just. Well, I don't watch them anyway, so never mind. See. See how you always find your place. You notice how we went all the way shots. through NFL football me, without talking about the Panthers? Let me. All right. Oh, so Carolina me, Sports yeah, Talk. Exactly. But go ahead. Do your thing. Let me ask Sock this uh, real quick, though. With Colorado, what is outside of the recruiting and stuff like that, talking about this year right now, what can they even do to salvage the season? I think it's over. It's college football. Say less. You know what I'm saying? This is why I like this guy, man. Yeah, I think it's over. <laughs> You know, Straight to the point. Five losses. You're gonna be playing in. The, you're gonna be playing in Tostito Bowl or something. Well, like that. no, no, no. You know Don't say that big of a sponsor. I feel what you're saying though. You are saying yeah, like no. the. Oh yeah, yeah. Like, the, what yeah. compare foods so, bowl? Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. 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 It's, not, it's, not, yeah. it's not much you can do. You know. Yeah, yeah. Just the Dollar Tree Bowl. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, you know yeah. Not that big of a. Yeah. Dollar Tree Bowl. Yeah. You know? Something like that. Yeah. The primetime bowl. They might get their own bowl this year. Perhaps, you perhaps. Something different. The um nah, cause I'm gonna keep going. Hold on. What's the uh what, the Raising Canes bowl? Raising Canes. You know, like they're that. probably gonna have a bowl yeah. game this year. And then Pop and then Alberta. And then Alberta Bowl. All right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the Carolina Sports Talk Bowl. Exactly. Yeah, now we talk, oh, now wait, we talk wait, 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 wait. <laughs> and for those who didn't hear me on the microphone, uh, <laughs> the Carolina Sports Talk Bowl. Eggs Blackly. <laughs> yeah, so now that we, you know. But so, I, again, no, no, because just again on, on, on Colorado, from what, from what Sock was saying, again, a lot of Colorado, like, fair weather fans this year. And it's like, you got to wait, right? Until the other recruits come in, until you see what, like, again, we always talk about it, or we've talked about it in the past, but he had that JSU first year, and mm-hmm. then he performed after mm-hmm. that. Building it up. And one thing that stayed consistent with that is always uh, one of his famous sayings. Give me my theme music, because you know what I'm saying? It's time, to, it's time to stop talking about the top 25 right now. And I think that we need to really get to the collard greens. The fried chicken of it. The mac and cheese of it all. Y'all forgive me, man. I just had a blast this past week at a G-Ho. I'm sorry. But in case y'all was wondering what we're talking about, though, it was football utopia for the black schools this past week. Man, oh, man, oh, man. Where you want to start? About? I think that we got to start with the two-time defending SIAC undefeated champion Benedict right, Michael Buffer <laughs> Benedict Tigers man cause, shout out shout out hey uh, the, the level of football that I saw played in Charlie Double Johnson Stadium in Columbia South Carolina this past week was something special man and I'm excited to see with the composure that they have been playing with with the tenacity with the level of coaching that they have and a year more mature and having had the experience that they did in an open in second round of the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. I, I think that this team has the ability to be able to be pushed and propelled into some national perspectives, man. And I'm, I'm really, really excited for it and seeing them make a deep run into the playoffs this year. Um, yeah. D2 has them, excuse me, the American Football Coaches of America Association has them currently ranked as the number five team in the country. Um, D2 Sports has them as the number six. And then there's several other polls, uh, several HBCU polls that have them either number one or number three in HB in all of HBCU football in the country. And so um, they definitely have gotten that recognition that I was talking about. But I want to see them get that success nationally as well and be able to make a deep run into the playoffs, man. But again, big time shout out to the Benedict Tigers, man. So absolutely. I know we was leaving the top 25 or something like that, but there's a school. I think they was ranked. I think it was like James Madison, mm-hmm. something like that. They were saying like, um, I don't know. If, I think they like FCS, not FBS. Mm-hmm. So they were saying something about they were trying to get the NCAA to lax some rules against them because they're not like big bowl eligible, but they like they out there. Yeah, they, yeah, they out there. I think they was like, I think they top fifteen. 
Mm. Yeah, last time I checked, like might be like might be like number nine. Might be a lot of undefeated. I don't know who they gonna beat and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but uh, maybe something to look out for. You know what I'm saying? In the, week, in the weeks coming, you know. But, yeah. I, and I think even as we look to some major legislation change over the summer and in the off season. That would definitely be something because yeah. they have the argument now that they've been proven consistently one of the best teams in the country, but don't also just because of their size and their classification get the opportunity to benefit financially from it. And so um, I definitely see that being a big topic of discussion coming up in the off season as well. Yeah. Um, well, listen. So shout out. That was the Benedict Allen game that we were hyping up for weeks and weeks and weeks, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and that's the thing to have that thirty-seven to nine victory in a rivalry game, and even like. I don't know what it is about them in that first series, but defensively they always come out like in the most, I'm willing to bet at least 60% of the scores that they've had this season have been on the first series. And then they clamp them down the rest of the game. They got in this game here, the only reason they had nine was because again, that first series, they had a big run up the middle and then were able to knock it in for the touchdown. And then off a special teams mistake, were able to catch a safety. And that was it the entire game. It's, I don't know what it is about that first one, but once mm-hmm. they come back in after that, they'll lock in. And so, um, yeah, That's for a rivalry game, definitely a big step up for the, for the Benedict Tigers. So one thing when we announced that you, you know, announcing the games and everything like that, mm-hmm. we pushed for more traffic and more attendance and stuff like that. It was interesting. I saw one of our frat brothers, um, he had posted a graphic. Uh, with regards to attendance this past weekend at some of the HBCU games. And, of course, notably, some of them were homecomings and stuff like that, but I wanted to highlight it. Um, Number one was Jackson State versus Texas Southern. So, Prime's old school versus uh, um, a big school in Texas Southern. Uh, They played out there in Mississippi at Mississippi Vet Memorial Stadium. There was 22,819 attendees. South Carolina State versus Howard was the top two um, with 22,269 attendees down there in Orangeburg at Oliver C. Dawson Stadium uh, for homecoming. And NC, um, again, A&T, the Aggies, versus Towson at Truist Stadium out there in Greensboro, 21,500 attendees. And we're talking about the game zone, of course, like we talked about in the past. Um Right. So, uh, so let me ask, let me ask you this now because that was the top three. I've I've seen. Shout, first of all, shout out to State. I saw pictures from your homecoming. I'm not gonna be a hater. It looked like it looked like 97 out there. And I mean, just in the amount of people, the type of energy that, that it was. You was, was um, grilling the steaks. <laughs> 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 yeah, you're lucky they can't see it. But nonetheless, um, during that era, homecoming was a different monster. And that's what this last one looked like. Seriously speaking, though, during that era, because that was I was in New me. York. That's what I'm saying. I was that in New York. Me. Where, but I know that there were stories of, so even if it wasn't you, like that's coming back to Charleston, like as far as the stories of state homecoming, or you're like you Seeing didn't even pictures. go with your parents at any time. Nah, because my parents gotcha. were in big HBCU. So you folks back then, I was literally the first one in my second one because I did have a cousin that went to Hampton the year before I okay. went to Claflin. But she and I were the first to go to HBCUs in a family. Um, everybody okay. else either went military or like was grown with families. It's like, hey, I might want to go back to college. You feel me? And so like. Um, yeah, now the HBCU culture wasn't a big thing. It was just knowing people who had gone and actually like physically seeing pictures. So I, I'm not, I got I got a, a family member. I'm not even going to say what level of family or none of that because I don't want to blow, blow them up. But <laughs> <laughs> like he had pictures from like different places doing different things and stuff. It's just like, oh, when I grow up. You know what I mean? And so to have okay. seen those pictures or even heard the stories. And with me coming in 2001, I was at the tail end of it. And so, like, I can remember October the 25th, 2001 at South Carolina State during their homecoming and having a pajama party. The early in the afternoon, they had, like, an AIDS forum that was free for everybody, promoting, you know, safe sex. and Handing out condoms. Uh, and free T-shirts. So the mm. T-shirts that they gave at the forum during the day were what your admittance, that's how you got into the party for free that night. And if it wasn't all of six 
thousand people in that that's gym, crazy. bro. It wasn't none. And so yeah. that was the tail end of that generation. And so I can remember in 02 and 03 and then 04. And then they had a low where it was like, yo. What's going on? Where everybody at? But to see where they are now, I got to give them their props for that. But my question is how, because of the size of campus, the structure, and you can probably give me a little bit more perspective having been at Jiho, do you, is it a potential chance that there were more people there and just not as many in the game zone? Because with mm-hmm. state, if you coming out there, you coming in the game zone, mm-hmm. so you count as a number. Mm-hmm. But with Jiho, they got a game zone that's got more that is less of the campus, if I'm not mistaken. Correct. Exactly. Well, please cue my please please cue my sound effect up. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it, 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 I'm gonna explain why because so what I explained to you with the you know securing guard. Sorry, sorry, whoever you are, sweetheart. You lose your job But um, <laughs> Got on the campus Parked on campus There was a main part Where a DJ And a stage was set up Where All of the pan hell That's currently on the campus Kind of Was tailgating mm-hmm. And then There was a strip To walk Toward The stadium Of all tailgates So I I I didn't pay anything Like I didn't go into A game zone So but that makes still- That's what makes it Even crazier Though that with all of those people still out there in the immediate Outside area. Outside of the game zone that the numbers were. They were still close third. With that 21,000. So, and now, because like I said, I've seen a bunch of state folks just. Doom, doom, doom. Jiho what? Doom, doom. Taking Live shots. Yeah. Shooting. Yeah. So now next year when they extend their game zone. <laughs> Who that? a oh. oh, extends yeah, yeah. their game zone to include that area that where y'all were and and have another 40,000 exactly people. because right now you're you're in uh the upper brass of higher education so you know how y'all think in other words so you're saying that that's, that's definitely on the radar but i'm saying like the trash talk is on the radar of almost definitely the a&t brass without doubt there's, because it's the so thing like about it, how is, are we going to fix this? Same, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago with <laughs> with Colorado and how Dion and and the players of our generation that we watched and and that we loved playing the game, they're the ones that are in control of college football at this point. They're the ones who are coaches. They're the ones who are in the NFL executives making the decisions. And so what we see on the gameplay of both levels are a reflection of what we wanted, of what they wanted, our right. generation wanted. When they were coming through, the same is true in these college areas where you got presidents like President around Warmack. our age, exactly, gotcha. and gotcha. leadership who understands what young leadership thinks. If you think about Dr. Burgess at Claflin University, he is an exceptional leader who is forward thinking and has the mind of this generation's mm-hmm. worth of people and alumni mm-hmm. to help propel them and move them forward. That's why Claflin is able to have programming that's exactly what the young adults. Same want. with Morris Brown College. Exactly, exactly. To be able to put, shout put, out to my dog. Listen, and, and there's some black colleges on a revival, bro. And I know this is Carolina Sports Talk. Your man, Big Cliff. <laughs> Look at him. He's about to get. He's about to preach. But listen, black colleges are on a revival, and not just because some players decided to go play football there. But I am loving the energy. If you talked about it, you just mentioned Morris Brown with the comeback. They just had their Greeks reinstated back on the yard with Alpha being the first thing. Being able to see the and witness the growth that I know is coming with Clinton, Clinton. College, where we're getting ready to have Greeks come back to the Central. So like, has some crazy pictures of their homecoming down in Durham. It. HBCU um, season, and, and then Shout not to, to mention the, the heartland of HBCUs is the Carolinas. Let's be real. <laughs> Speak on it. I mean, I know that they are spread out amongst Texas, Mississippi, Tennessee, DCU, Georgia, yeah. all of that. But Carolinas, Carolinas, we got it though. North and South. Yeah, I mean, yeah, man. That that was that was all right. That was all right. That was all right. Man. Get ready on the bit. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it does. It, it brings us. You know, what I mean. To halftime, though, kind of, if you so to speak. Uh, so I just uh, I wanted you not nah, now nah, you good. I, I just wanted you to remind the audience that we do read emails. You know, <laughs> if you could. You've got mail. No, we don't. So if you are interested in being a part of the show, you can hit us up. 
on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. We want to hear your feedback. If you've got things that you want us to talk about, if you feel like we're wrong, you're probably wrong. But tell us yeah. why we are. Carolina Sports Talk troll. Hadn't heard from you in a while. What's up, man? Y'all hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. You can also share your comment, your comments and questions on the Facebook group, Carolina Sports Talk Talks Back. Hit us up on Instagram and or Facebook at Carolina Sports Talk. So as you mentioned, this is the halftime, so it's time for us to go ahead and transition into our trivia. We're going to forego big deal, no thing this week in hopes of, you know, go ahead and letting me get in this chain. Now, if any of you guys joined us last week on our live, shout out to you guys that watched on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live. Um, it is streaming on both platforms as we speak, so you can go back and check it out. But you got a chance to see the Carolina Sports Talk uh, the, the debate chain, if you would. Oh, yeah. And so, uh, since we're going to forego big deal, no thing this I week, see. Uh, we're going to have our trivia. But just before I we see. get you into the trivia. Oh, you're not trivia, ready? Oh, I'm Gucci ready. Right, but so let's get it. I want to okay. give some respect, though, because right. there's, in addition to all the good NFL football and NCAA, NCAA. football, it's been even better basketball in the early season. And I got to give some love saying, to the women's basketball in the NCAA, man, um, shout out to the Gamecocks to, just to kind of kick it off and start with, bruh. Carolina sports suck. Listen. Carolina. The, the Gamecocks were madly disrespected, first of all, and ranked number six in the preseason top 25. Um, like, they ain't who they been. Like, I understand the losses that they've accumulated with some players that who have been doing big things. Shout out to Asia Wilson, you know what I mean, winning her second in WNBA championship finals MVP, even finals though she got MVP, robbed. MVP, definitely. Got robbed of the regular season. But nonetheless, the South Carolina women's Gamecocks are number six in the country. Who are the top five, you may ask? Utah, UCLA, Iowa, UConn, of course, and LSU. So that was descending. That was five to one. Five now. to one, correct. Okay, so you started off with who? Number five, Utah. Okay, okay. Utah. Number four, UCLA. Number three, Iowa. We're saying all these teams are better than... Go ahead, my fault. Number two, UConn. And okay. number one, LSU. Now, the LSU team is one that stands out to me. We talked a little bit about the Colorado Buffs in football. But the number 20 Colorado Buffs in basketball have pulled off an upset in the first game of the season... Taking down the LSU number one ranked making, LSU Tigers, ninety two to seventy eight. So making the WNBA eat their situation that they, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. um, and swallow their words. But um, it's it's funny that all of those teams are just, uh, with the exception of UConn, I don't see UConn Stanford, is there, but I don't see Stanford in in that in that as well. But those teams are the ones where you look at um, South Carolina's schedule. And some of them you'd be w, like W W W W, but you'll be like, all right, they gotta they gotta buckle down or they gotta they gotta focus on this game. Okay. Or they gotta this this game or these, oh, these so teams, those have, teams have the these teams have a standout player that we gotta um manage the you know what I mean, we have to make a, a game plan around. So you're saying those are the teams or those are not the teams? Those five that were ahead of them, mm -hmm. those were the teams that I have no doubt South Carolina could beat them, but I always had in my head like, oh, this is not going to be just a blowout. Oh, this might be an entertaining game. But it's like they took those teams, okay, they, this is an entertaining crop. It's almost like we know who's coaching down in South Carolina. We know what kind of energy that gives off down there in right. Columbia. And we're going to put these people ahead of them because it, and just the way that last season ended as well. Like, of course, with the LSU situation, they got to come in at number one. I can number two is who? UConn, right? Yeah. but and, and I see that, but the only thing about that is the way, and I, and I say that because the way that women's college basketball is, there's a lot of teams like that, that when I see them on the schedule. You know that there's a player or two. That, exactly. Because if you think about busy. it, look all throughout the top 25 names, just off of the names of the schools, knowing that they have the, the, the players that they have. Like, if you think about a South Southern Cal, Florida State in the women's, North Carolina, Stanford, Maryland, Ole Miss, Texas, and this is literally just reading the list up at this point, Notre Dame, Virginia Tech, all of these women's basketball has powerhouse programs with superstar women, and I think that is also a reflection of why the WNBA is what it has become because they, oh, they have the players who have not only the ability, but they've begun to market them in as such that as college basketball women 
we know who they are. So I don't know if you've, I, I don't know if I put this on a regular outline or not, but I wanted to go ahead and coin a, well, not coin a term, but rebirth, re, Hash. reincarnate, yeah, okay. a term, bring it back up like a phoenix from the ashes. But a lot of these women are, shout out to your man Vital. Diaper dandies, baby. You want to talk about any of the diaper dandies? I know you about to hit me with it. Okay, nah, you about even. to disrespect me. But nah, nah, nah. But that's the only way I could describe them, that a lot of these freshman women mm-hmm. are dominating in these early games or whatnot. So um, we're on the South Carolina game, and I wanted to talk about a little bit about this because the thing is, we have a um, few degrees of separation with a lot of these players here in South Carolina, given uh, Crux Media family. Shout out to Yoshi, but also uh, some of our other connections here in the state um, and down in South Carolina and North Carolina. But shout out to Coach Morton, everybody in the PD area and all of that stuff as well. Uh, but I was made aware about Don Staley's recruiting class about two years ago. Mm-hmm. And now everything is coming to fruition where I see what everybody was talking about. Mm-hmm. And it's starting to look a little bit crazy, bro. Like, and I know I don't want to be a prisoner of the moment. It was one game, this and that. But uh, some confidence down there in Columbia, like... They they know that they gotta just you know pretty much how Benedict is playing football right. Here's the, and business here's the, as usual, BAU. And here's the scary part: she got another one coming in next year. There's there's a player I mentioned her last season, Joyce Edwards out of Camden. Jo, jo, <laughs> that young woman is gifted in the game of basketball, and so her and there's another young lady out of Texas that they are getting ready to have. An amazing class. Oh, yeah. I mean, and just speaking about who they have currently, again, shout out to the Diaper Dandies. Uh, and is that appropriate for me to say with women basketball players? I probably wouldn't, that? but go for that. All right, go for we'll it. go for it. All right. Uh, email us. Um, at Cliff. <laughs> but no, um, so Camilla Cardoso had 20 points and 15 rebounds. Uh, while the uh, and four blocks as well, while the freshman uh, Malaysia Fawali uh, stole the show, she had 17 points. Um, but a highlight that stole the game, of course, had the likes of Magic Johnson and and those uh, commenting and xing, if you will. I don't know what the new mm. tweet version is or whatever. Or the but, X version, yeah. Um, but hmm. she had a highlight. She went behind the back, nice razzle dazzle and jellied at the end with the lay, you know. And they they said that that's why they uh, nicknamed her Lay. But uh, shout out to those young players there at uh, South Carolina. I wanted to also shout out Sanaa Lathan's little sister or daughter or whatever from Love and <laughs> Basketball. You know what? No, because Shorty went off though. Uh, so USC, if, if whoever missed it, USC won eighty three to seventy four, but their freshman Juju Watkins scored thirty two points in her debut, um, and you know she led uh, USC past number seven Ohio State. So again, I think women's basketball is in a great place, coming off the heels of the WNBA championship and introducing college basketball season. Um, the viewership is going to be some of the highest that we've ever seen. Attendance is going to be up there. Listen, let's really, yo, if you could cue up a round of applause for Columbia, because between Benedict and South Carolina basketball, women's basketball, not USC, South Carolina women's basketball, they are going to like some of the attendance stuff like that, especially with Dawn Staley, what she's doing out there at, at their games, mm-hmm. highest demand, Tickets literally like that's the hottest ticket in college women's college basketball. There you go. It's like a Duke, Carolina. You like it's like that. Any um, home Carolina game because sellouts each week. Yeah, and then they're showing they're showing love to the fans and all of that type of stuff. You know, enhancements to the stadium or the arena rather. So shout out to them definitely. While we're thinking about it, remind me that I have a 
impromptu, nothing to do with sports about the Savannah Bananas. Yo, you have an impromptu, this guy nothing here. to do with sports. But I'm bum bum. I'm not even going to hit the buzzer. Thank <laughs> you. I'm going to give you that one. Thank you. Thank you. So we'll go ahead and jump now into our trivia that we mentioned before. Again, this is uh, Carolina Sports talk, talking to you, man. Big Cliff. DJ Highstar, my dog in the building. Cause now I don't want to uh, not. I don't want to mess up the middle name. Uh, and if yeah, I've literally almost. And if you name. do want like just a show name, you know what I'm saying? It, it it just let us know. But I just that's that's bro right there. So I just that sock. You know what I mean? And everybody that's close to him, you know. Something simple. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, sock for all the listeners out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Trying to get a part of the team here. Carolina's supposed to talk with Big Cliff and High Star. So mm-hmm. be, yeah, prepared, yeah, be out here, hear my voice. Hopefully, a couple episodes from now, things like that. So yeah, sock it is, man. There you go. Yeah, we definitely got to get my dog in here for like the high school That's football, it, and then, yo. Matter man. of fact, let's allude to it now because I know we'll have this conversation another time, and definitely let the listeners hear to it. Uh, or hear about it, but you guys had a conversation about some of the top cornerbacks of the Patriots uh, this past week. And uh, I felt like it was apropos for the segment that uh-huh. you brought up a couple weeks ago called Conversations in the Shed. So while it was going on, I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, like, yo, this is exactly what Big Cliff was talking about, but I'm going to let them rock. I ain't going to. Impose on the conversation as it's going on, but yeah, yeah, that was um, essentially we um, him and him and his cousin. They both uh, came down from Jersey when I first met his father. I met them as as Floridians would call it young jits. Okay, <laughs> they were uh, young jits out here in, yeah. in Charlotte, uh, but they always had immense sports knowledge, wealth mm-hmm. of knowledge. So. Uh, we always kick in and talk sports, and one of the conversations in the shed um, led into all-time Patriots defensive back slash cornerback list, and it was it got it it turned into an awesome conversation. So yeah, yeah, we're gonna we, we'll modify that a little bit for the show because I'm not I'm I, listen I'm going Tyler all the way with the Patriots, but we will, however, open it up to the top five cornerbacks. Of all time in NFL history. So if you want to share your list, hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net to be able to get that included in that show. But we left definitely look forward to that conversation. So okay. we're going to jump into trivia. I will yield the floor to you, sir, to begin us. All right. Um, so we're going to do, uh, in case the listeners don't know, we got this Bling Blau. Um, shout out to. Black America and all of the record labels and companies that, you know, promote this type of stuff. But y'all could hear it. It's real, real jewelry. Yeah, exactly. Um, <clears throat> going to do three questions. So multiple choice. The winner will claim the chain for the week. So this week, I'm going to start off with an offensive question. Uh, right now, we're strictly NFL. But I'm going to start off with an offensive question. My offensive question is, this player has scored the longest touchdown of the season. Pause. Um, Mm -hmm. As far as yardage goes, uh, with an 83-yard touchdown. That's it. The longest this year. we're going to – let me say my question, man. Go ahead. All right. So, (laughs) is it (laughs) A, Reese Hall – B, Christian McCaffrey, or C, a Shane from Miami. Um, exactly, a Shane. Now back up to Mostert. Excuse my uh, barbershop-ish type <laughs> of, you know what I mean, for not having his first Christian name. Christian McCaffrey. You said Christian McCaffrey? Yes. Okay. What you saying on it? Why? Well, nah. You can go ahead and get his choice, but you know it's just I'm, me. I'm, you mean you competing? I'm going, with, I'm going with Christian. I think he broke one this year. I believe he did too, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Cue up the. <laughs> the answer to that was Brees Hall um, of the New York Jets with an 83-yard, um, again touchdown, longest of or 83-yard run. I don't know if it was a touchdown, or right? Not, but, but it was yeah, a run. Exactly. All right. Next question. Longest of the season. Pause. Next question. Yep, yep. No. Pause. Pause. Pause is fine. Pause is fine. 
<laughs> Applicable. Okay. So a lot of times in defense, we talk about sacks. We're going to talk about tackles for losses real quick. Mm-hmm. This player is tied with, I think it's Damian Hunter. He's tied with Damian Hunter or Hunter from Minnesota. Daniel Hunter. Daniel Hunter, yeah. Daniel. Daniel. It's spelled like Daniel. Daniel Hunter. Yeah, yo, I uh, bet you won't tell Minnesota. that man his yeah, face nah, is named Daniel. Respect, 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 my boy. <laughs> respect, my boy. Um, for tackles for losses, uh-huh. uh, at 13. 13 okay, tackles for losses. This player. We're going to go with Montez Sweat as A, Max Crosby for B, or Aaron Donald as C. It's not Aaron Donald because he's not having a great season this year. Um, Daniil Hunter, however, is, and if I'm not mistaken, he is also in contention for the sacks leads for the season. So I'm going to say Daniil Hunter. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to confuse you. I apologize. This player is tied with Daniil Hunter. Oh. Like Daniil got 13 and this player has 13 as well. Out okay, of those I three that okay, I said, okay. I apologize. Montez Sweat. Max Crosby of the Raiders or Aaron Donald of Max the Max Crosby. Go ahead and cue up the <laughs> So I got it right. Appreciate it. One and one. Next question. Yeah, relax, man. Right. <laughs> so I take that to a pawn shot. Yeah, go for it. Right. Okay. Okay. Bling blow. This kicker mm-hmm. has kicked. The longest field goal this season with a 62-yarder. Mm-hmm. Is it A, Heath Butker? Is it B, Joey Sly? I think it's Joey Sly, right? Yeah, Joey. Joey Sly. Or C, Matt Prater? First of all, how are you just going to give Harrison a f- new first name? Who did I say? What did I say? Heath? Heath? Oh, I like Heath uh, Ledger, man. <laughs> <laughs> Who's also <laughs> not Heath uh, but, like, Butker, but nonetheless. The question was, this player has kicked the longest field goal with a 62-yarder this year. The qu- this the feels condescending, but yeah, don't repeat my question on the way. I'm thinking aloud, oh, my okay, brother. Okay, because it felt condescending at first. Go ahead. Nah. Um, and you said Harrison Butker, Joey Sly, and who's the third choice? Um, Matt Prater out of Arizona. Okay, so it wasn't Prater because he's been missing actually regular uh, field goals. I think his first name is Matt. Yeah, Matt Prater. Okay. Um, I'm I I want to say Butker, but I know he's also hurt. It might be Matt Prater. Matt Prater. All right. Well, cue up the. <laughs> oh, look at him, y'all! I'm emotional. All right, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. How <laughs> I'm emotional, and I knew what was I right. I said I'm emotional. Oh, you, you didn't are. hear Got me? It. Check now. Nah. All right, same Check. questions. Okay. Man. You got Here we two go. out of three. You got, got two out of three. And I'm getting the chain this week because you ain't getting it. All right. So I'm going to keep mine easy. I'm going to progressively uh, go from there. This player currently leads the NFL in rushing touchdowns. Is it A, Christian McCaffrey, B, Tyreek Hill, or no, I lied. I said to, I said rushing, but it was total touchdowns. My fault. My fault. Total <laughs> touchdowns. Total scrimmage touchdowns. Is it A. Christian McCaffrey, B. Tyreek Hill, or C. Raheem Mostert? Uh, Raheem Mostert. All right, you got the first one. Huh? Wait, wait, nah. It don't got to be short. You get let. <laughs> sorry, sorry. See, and I'm leaving, it. I'm leaving exactly. it. I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. Okay, guys, let's run. Go ahead, go ahead, All right, go ahead. you ready for question this number two? Ridiculous! You're messing up my brand. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. All right, so question number two: What team leads the NFL in total offense? Is it A. The San Francisco, and when I say total offense, yards per game. Is it A. The San Francisco 49ers? B. The Miami Dolphins? Or C. The Philadelphia Eagles. All right. If you um, said one of those choices as Baltimore, I, I would have been kind of nervous. But I'll say uh, B, the Miami Dolphins. There you go. There you go. 
Come on, let's run it, man. I'm ready to go. I'm Oddly enough, the, 30 you. the Ravens are actually one, two, three, four, five, sixth in total offense. I'm ready to 30 you. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm not negative Ghost Rider. It's, it's just going to have to stay in, stay put for the week because it's not, it's not leaving. You're not going to get this one. You're not going to get this one. All right, so here we go. Which one of these teams leads the NFL in total team sacks? Is it A, the Baltimore Ravens? B, the Philadelphia Eagles? Or C, the Kansas City Chiefs? Uh, I'm going to say the Philadelphia Eagles. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers. And for another consecutive with house money. (laughs) The Carolina Sports Talk chain stays in the possession of the neutrality. So Jersey. Two for two. Yeah, Jersey will hold on to it for the for for next week. So we gotta I would love to hear some of the questions that the fans come up with. So let's get you guys to submit some trivia questions. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net, or just hit us up on social media. Because those would only go to you. Yo, so, add high star bars, man. <laughs> also, they're only What's coming it? to you. Matter of fact, send them to on Facebook. If you guys follow us on Facebook, uh, hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line on Facebook yeah, exactly. uh, in the inbox. But Because yeah. we both have that one. If we see a message coming there, we just know to leave it alone. I Can guess. I trust you to do that? Or if y'all could find a way to directly message us. Like the both of us together? No, whichever one that you want to give the trivia what? question no, to. Oh, I got you. Hmm. Okay. Send it to one of us on social media. Watch this guy come with 67 questions next week. But you know what? It's cool. I'm ready. I'm locked in. I'm underestimating my fan base. Underestimating. Say no more. Well, for another week, we got something done. I do want to mention that nothing to do with sports. What did I tell you to remind me? Well... The Knicks beat the Clippers. I just wanted to say that. And Anthony Davis is hurt. So surprise, that surprise, was not Mr. Glass. To do with sports. Now I literally just said it a minute ago, bro. You and did. I said remind you. Remind you to remember. What was it? Um to stay safe and y'all meet us at Claflin's homecoming. You know what? When we listen back to the pod, we'll hear it at that point and then we can just talk about it next week for that series. Anything you want to holler at the people before we get out of here, bro? Shout out to Claflin. Shout out to the New York Knicks. And shout out to (laughs) Mr. Glass. This has been another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, Cliff at CarolinaSportsTalk.net. Or to be a part of the show, hit us up on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Carolina Sports Talk. Until next time, we out of here. Peace.